Hey guys, I'd like to introduce you to a new podcast that I know you're going to love. Do you like travel? Do you like picturesque locations and getting away from it all? Well, this new podcast has all that and murder. It's called Slaycation, and it's a darkly humorous look at murders and mysterious deaths that took place on vacation. Hosted by a true crime fanatic, her comedy writer husband and his TV producing partner, Slaycation brings a unique perspective to chilling, thrilling, and WTF stories of vacations gone horribly wrong. From the twisted tale of Harold and Tony Henthorne, whose romantic anniversary in the Rocky Mountains ended with one of them falling off a cliff, to Angelica and Vincent, two recently engaged lovebirds whose Hudson Valley kayaking adventure ended underwater. Each episode of Slaycation will have you asking, accident or murder? But it's not just the stories that'll intrigue you. It's the discussion between a longtime married couple and business partners who happen to be Emmy-nominated TV producers. Each episode of Slaycation also includes humor, takeaway and travel tips that will keep your next vacation from being your last. If you're ready to pack your body bags, Slaycation is available on all major podcast platforms. Search for Slaycation on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, welcome to Twisted News. I'm Andrew, and today we're looking into an unsolved mystery of a boy from Ireland who disappeared back in 86 and has never been found. After that, going to upstate New York to learn about the Brighton Axe murder. Get rid of the scary mysteries, Twisted News. Number 1. The Eerie Disappearance of Philip Cairns On a seemingly ordinary afternoon in South Dublin, Ireland, the unthinkable occurred. A young schoolboy, Philip Carnes, set off from his Ballyroan home, intent on returning to school after his lunch break. It was a very short trip, but Philip never reached his destination. That day was October 23rd of 1986, and it marked the beginning of one of the most chilling mysteries in recent Irish history. 13-year-old Philip was going on a routine journey for him. He left Calastiana Secondary School around 12.45 p.m. and returned home for lunch. By 1.30, he was on his way back to school, but somewhere in between, in the heart of Rathfernham, he vanished. There was no trace left behind, nothing to suggest where he might have gone. It was as if the earth had swallowed him up, but course we know that's not what actually happened. In the days that followed, rumors spread among the local children in the schoolyard and in the neighborhoods. Whispers of a bad man offering sweets, enticing Philip into a van. This theory was fueled by the sheer magnitude of the search operation, as hundreds of officers, divers, and even psychics scoured forests, lakes, and rivers. But still, Philip's whereabouts remained elusive. And then, a startling discovery. Six days after his disappearance, his school bag appeared mysteriously in an alley close to his home, an alley previously searched by authorities. So, who put it there and why? Certainly such a large item was not overlooked, so 
Someone left it there after police had searched. His bag may have had the clues the investigation desperately needed. It contained his pens, pencils, school journal, and other items. However, several books were notably absent. A detailed forensic examination ensued, but the bag yielded no revelations regarding who may have been in contact with it. After this, there would be over 400 reported sightings of Philip, with one even placing him in Manchester, UK. Each claim was rigorously investigated, yet none brought any clarity to the mystery. All the while, Philip's distraught parents regularly appeared on the news, their hands tightly clutching a beloved photograph of their son in his confirmation attire, a blue jacket with a bright red rosette. The years passed, but the case never fully faded from public consciousness. Several theories would spring up, some suggesting Philip had been taken by sinister individuals. Everyone from extremist to Satanist were talked about, but the truth was investigators had no compelling evidence to support any of these claims. In 2006, two decades after the vanishing, the Carnes family renewed their plea for information. In response, the Irish Crime Stoppers Trust offered a $10,000 reward for any pertinent information. In the following year, a televised reconstruction of Philip's last known movements yielded over 80 new leads. In 2009, saw another significant development as investigators honed in on a stretch of South Dublin land guided by the testimony of an elderly woman who believed Philip's remains were buried there. Regrettably, though, despite the extensive searches, no new evidence emerged. The investigation then took another twist in 2016, when a woman implicated former DJ and convicted child assaulter Iman Cook in Phillips' disappearance. Cook lived locally, and while it took her 31 years to come forward, she said that the man knew Philip and had promised to take him to his radio station. While it wasn't clear why she was at that station, police believed the credibility of the witness. And she says while she was in another room, she heard a fight break out. When she went to see what was happening, there she saw Philip bleeding and unconscious on the floor. And she fainted at the sight of that. After that, woke up in a car on her way home that was being driven by Cook. Later that year, DNA samples taken from Phillips' school bag did not conclusively link Cook to the crime, and the mystery endured. Shortly before Cook's death from lung cancer, he was interviewed about Philip, and it appeared he agreed to some of the information being told to him, but at the time, he was suffering from dementia. So as a result, to this day, the enigma of Philip Carnes' disappearance remains unsolved. Number 2. Brighton Axe Mystery. Four Decades of Silence. In the quiet and upscale suburb of Brighton, just outside Rochester, New York, a horrific crime from 1982 has haunted locals and investigators for nearly four decades. Kathy and Jim Krausneck, both natives of Mount Clemens, Michigan, seemed like they were living the dream. They had a history together that reached back to their high school days, a blossoming love story that saw them journey together through the halls of Western Michigan University, 
With love sealing their bond, they tied the knot on May 3rd of 1974. In the subsequent years, the couple migrated to Fort Collins, Colorado, where Jim pursued his studies at Colorado State University, while Kathy dedicated herself to a noble profession as an orthopedic therapist. By April of 1978, their family grew with the arrival of their baby girl, Sarah. By September of 81, the winds of change brought the Krausneck family to Brighton. Jim had landed a position as an economist at the Kodak Company. But within months, clouds of suspicion formed when it was alleged that Jim hadn't completed his PhD from Colorado State University. And these clouds would soon turn into a full-blown hurricane. On February 19th of 1982, a horrific scene awaited Jim when he got home. And there, his wife Kathy lay lifeless an axe buried gruesomely into her skull. But something, aside from the brutality, was off. The scene, according to police, appeared staged, mirroring that of a burglary and not a spontaneous violent act. In other words, it was as if this brutal murder happened and then it was made to seem like a robber had come in and done it, rather than an actual robber coming to steal and then deciding to violently murder someone with an axe. On top of that, a shoe print seemed eerily similar to the boat shoes frequently worn by Jim was found which cast suspicion. Still though, hard evidence was scant, and the case slipped into the annals of cold cases. Life moved on, and Jim and young Sarah sought solace and new beginnings out west, but the specter of that fateful day in February would never be far behind. 2019 heralded a new chapter in this grisly tale. Monroe County authorities, in a last-ditch attempt to solve the mystery, enlisted the expertise of renowned forensic pathologist Dr. Michael Bodden, and his findings were quite shocking. He ultimately surmised that Kathy's death occurred around 3.30 a.m., and that Jim was indeed present at the scene. Essentially, based on the testimony of Baden, the trial that ensued saw Jim convicted of the murder in 2022, a staggering four decades after the crime. However, for Sharon Krausneck, Jim's third wife whom he married in 1997, this verdict was a gross miscarriage of justice. In a heartfelt interview, She defended her husband's innocence vehemently. For her, Jim was far from a cold-blooded killer. She passionately remarked, When you're married to a man, you know his heart. But the court thought otherwise. A 25-year prison sentence was handed down to Jim, leaving a family torn in a community still grappling with a murder that had cast a long shadow over Brighton. Jim died a few months ago in prison from cancer. The case may have found its legal closure, but for many, especially Sarah, Sharon, and their extended family, the fight is far from over. Their next step, in order to clear his name, an appeal ensuring this haunting story is far from its final chapter. So there were two of the most mysterious and strange news stories that we have for you guys this week. If you like this episode and want more, go check out our exclusive podcast down in the link below. 
You can cancel any time, and we put new ones out each and every week. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you soon.